A lot of news goes down every single week in Clarksville, and we're here to break it down for you. Your week, your news, a Clarksville Now original podcast. My name is Ryan Pluckelman. Joining me as always on Your Week, Your News, the editor-in-chief of ClarksvilleNow.com, Mr. Chris Smith. How you doing, Ryan? I'm doing great. Um, it has been a crazy week. It really has. Yeah. I, it's so funny because I get... I know it's stories you're working on back there. Yeah. And so there's some weeks when I go like, oh, I can't wait till next week till we can talk about this one. <laughs> and there's two there's two things that I think we're going to get worked up about. Well, maybe three things we're going to get worked up about. Yeah. yeah. But I'll tell you what, when you leave this episode of Your Week, Your News, you will know everything that's going on important in Clarksville and the biggest stories that's right. that's of right. ClarksvilleNow.com because that's what we're bringing you right now. These are the top stories. This week on ClarksvilleNow.com. So the first one here uh, popped up um, on a Facebook post. Um, Sierra Northington, or Northerton, Netherton, sorry. Um, you got, it took you three times to get that right. <laughs> well, see, I read these things, but I don't necessarily say them out loud. This is my this is my print background coming through, not my broadcast background, you know. Do you have a word that you were shocked when you finally heard it said out loud that it was pronounced the way it was? Yes. Now, this goes back to my days as a uh, pimply-faced uh, pizza-eating D&D player. So last week? <laughs> <laughs> um, so there's a, uh, a certain power in D&D oh, that I thought, I thought was in frayed vision. I knew exactly what it was. I knew exactly how it worked. I thought it was in frayed vision. Yeah. But I knew, like, that there is a whole thing called infrared, <laughs> that there is a on the spectrum of color, there is the infrared spectrum. But I never put two and two together that infrared and infrared were the same thing. You know, I heard somebody say it, pronounce it infrared vision. I was like, that's not that, right. Wait a minute, it is. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, that's bad. You yeah. broadcast people have to know this stuff. Yeah, but you'll you get caught up every once in a while because, you know, there was a word for me, the one that, that still makes me kind of shudder, is a word that was very big in office culture. I think Tony Robbins was one of those guys. It's like, oh, let's say a bunch of words that people are going to adopt and you're going to hear your boss say mm. nine times. And I remember seeing this word written a million times about changing the what I thought it was paradigm. Ah, so I was like paradigm. I've never heard paradigm before until I heard someone go paradigm. I'm like, how the heck do you get paradigm out of that? Yeah. yeah. And so for the longest time, I'd read these books about you know, workplace culture and self-help mm-hmm. books and whatever. And I'm like, I got to make sure that I change this paradigm. Yeah. What's going on with this paradigm right now? <laughs> and I'm so, digging that paradigm. Exactly. And then found out that it was paradigm. So yeah. Yeah, still embarrassed by that one. But okay. So now we've we got that about? out of the way. <laughs> you, you butchered that woman's name three I times. I did. I did. And so she's a wonderful person. Again. And, uh, you know, so I'm not, I'm not going to try again. But anyway, um, <laughs> she had a... We're not going to break the paradigm on this one, yeah. folks. So she's a real estate agent. And she um, had uh, clients that were coming to her with um, liens on their property. Yeah. Um, a lien is basically when you um, uh, have an agreement that um, that money must be paid before the house can change hands again, before the yeah. title can yeah. change hands. Mm-hmm. You can't get a clear title if you have a lien on your uh, property. Right. So um, these uh, military families were, um, you know, they would try to close on their house and suddenly find that they couldn't because they didn't have a clear title because they had a lien. And they're like, how did I get a lien in my house? And they look into it and find out that they have purchased a water softener or water filtration system. Yeah. Um, and that the lien was put on their house that they weren't aware of. 
So why was the, the lien put on their home? What, is, what does a lien on a home have to do with a water filtration system? So if you do like a, a major modification to your house, the contractor can, with your agreement, mm-hmm. um, put a lien on your property um, that basically says you've got to pay this off before the house changes hands. Because otherwise, let's say you owe somebody uh, $2,000. Yeah. For a for a repair and you still haven't paid it all off. Okay, um, that means that you can't just like suddenly move to Nebraska and you still and owe. Pay okay, so if you're Joe's, selling that house, Joe's okay. Home Improvement Company, two thousand dollars. Now that makes so it forces sense. you to pay it off uh, before you sell the house. So why is it? Why are companies that sell pimped out Brita filters mm-hmm. putting liens on people's homes? Well, I'm not sure what their motives are, but I can tell you they're surprising a lot of people because the um, basically what happens is they they come to these people's houses and they sell them this stuff, yeah. and there's this huge amount of paperwork that they sign, and buried in the uh, fine print it says basically there's going to be a lien on your property, and the people who are upset about this are saying they had no idea that that's what they were signing, um, that they were signing to basically. What have is, a lien on the property. What is the average amount of these liens? Were you able to, to kind of uh, see Some what, of them are upwards of $5,000, $7,000. Mm-hmm. $7,000 for a Brita filter? Yep. Oh, my God. Yep. Yep. So, wow. Can you imagine? <clears throat> here you are. You're, you're PCSing to a new duty station. You have to sell your home. A lot of times that falls on, on the spouse because mm-hmm. the service member is busy in, in the transition period. And so going through all that, you think you got it all signed. You've got it down to the penny, and all of a sudden you find out there's a $7,000 lien on your home because of a water filtration system? It drives you crazy. Yep. uh, There was one uh, uh, woman that we interviewed who had a (sighs) $7,300 lien on her property. So they were... You know, get ready to PCS, you know, trying to sell their house. They're expecting to make $7,000, you know, right. dollars or so and on their... Uh, even. Uh, I guess it'd be, it would have been like closer to $8,000 yeah. on the sale of their house. Um, now they're only getting $400 oh. because they got to pay $7,000 on this lien that they had no idea that was on their house. Oh, my God. So the um, <clears throat> the other thing about this is that the... Uh, these sales tactics that these mm-hmm. companies are doing. Yeah. So they're going door to door or they're getting, you know, making a call and then they come out to your house right? Um, with what they're calling a free gift. Well, that free gift ends up being a water test. Nothing is free. Yeah. Just so you know, there's no such thing as free. If something is free, that means you're the product. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And so the, um, so they come out and they do this test and I've heard various stories about this, both from uh, the people that we interviewed and also some Facebook chatter about, well, they put this dye in the one tube and they didn't in the other. So they're testing the water right. and saying, oh, my Lord, look at how bad your water is. You need mm-hmm. to spend $10,000 on a water filtration system when the test is rigged, essentially, right. is what the, these homeowners are telling us. Right. And so I would think, especially when you're younger, I, I read the comments on ClarksvilleNow.com's mm-hmm. Facebook page. I always tell myself I won't, but I always do. <laughs> um, and people were saying, well, you should read the fine print. Let's stop for a second here. A lot of young families, and you think of, whether it's military or not, when you're in your 20s, you think you got the world figured out. And it takes you to your 30s or 40s to realize you didn't really know everything that you thought you knew, and there's Mm -hmm. a lot of things you didn't know. And so you're starting a family, 
especially when you have young kids Hmm. and you got some fast talking knucklehead coming in and saying that your water is poisoning your child. Yeah. What do you do now? As you get older and you get more, more cynical, you go, get out of my, get out of my property. Get out of here. You knucklehead. Yeah. But when you're young, you're worried. Mm -hmm. Well, what am I, what, what if this is affecting my child? And if somebody's in your house doing a high pressure sales, yeah, you're not going to have time to sit there and say, well, wait a minute, maybe I should Google water filtration systems and do com- cost comparisons and look right. up, you know, consumer reports, uh, right. best purchase for what, you know, and, you know, this guy's telling me all this stuff and then saying sign here. Right. Well, who knows if what he's saying is right or not. And the, the one of the things that these, um, the salespersons are doing is basically saying, uh, we have one account of a woman saying that, uh, essentially saying you're poisoning your children. Don't you want your children to, to not have autism? Don't you want your children to not be poisoned with toxic chemicals? And the parents don't know. They don't. They, they assume that the guy's not lying to them. Right. You know? Exactly. <clears throat> don't be ashamed if this happens to happen to you. This, this is a part of a learning process, right? Mm-hmm. You got taken advantage of. You got swindled. You got conned by a con artist that was wearing a shirt from a, what you thought was a reputable company, mm-hmm. but it turned out they were a con artist. And I think it's, I think it's our duty in society. And I don't want to say it takes a village, but I think it's our duty as those of us that, that have reached Chris and I's age, mm-hmm. which is in the middle somewhere, <laughs> you know, to be able to share these experiences and tell people like, listen, there is nothing that you need from someone who's knocking on your door. You mm-hmm. don't need it. Anything you think you need, you can take the first step. Mm-hmm. When someone else is taking the first step, chances are real good you don't need it. Right, right. Real good. They, they're in your house saying, sign here, sign here, sign here for right. a reason. Right. And if you can't say, you know, give me a week to think about this. And if they give you pushback when you say, give me a week to think about it, show them the door. Cause, exactly. Because that means they know what you're going to find out if you take a week to think about it. Exactly. So I think a good rule of thumb if you're, if you're young, you're just starting your life out for anybody, really, mm-hmm. you don't need a single thing from someone knocking on your door. Mm-hmm. Not a thing. When they instigate, you don't need it. Yeah. No. You be the first, take the first step. I would put in an exception for Girl Scout cookies. That is absolutely true. You yeah. do need Girl Scout cookies. Yeah. Boy Scout popcorn, reasonable, yeah, good. Reasonable, but yeah. not as good as Girl Scout cookies. But honestly, those Girl Scouts are just setting up outside of Walmart anyway. Yeah, yeah, you know. So yes. So the only exception to that rule is Girl Scout cookies. But the uh, the Girl Scouts don't put liens on people's homes. By <laughs> yeah. the way, it's a big difference. So with the uh, one of the a title agent told us that she's had sixty. This is one title agent in Clarksville has had sixty clients come to her and like pop up as they're going through to check the the title. Yeah. Who were like, "What? I have a lien on my house." I had no idea. Right. Sixty just in the last, I guess you know, several months or a year. Now, that's just one title agent. There's a couple dozen title agents in Clarksville. And so you think of all these young families. Mm-hmm. Get, and it's not like in some communities where somebody's going to buy a house and they're going to be there for 20 years. Right. The yeah. churn of house ownership in Clarksville is so fast, you're never going to pay off a water system like this before you have to sell your house. So you're going to get slammed with a lien as soon as you go to sell. I hope that someone with some power in this community mm-hmm. can take this story on ClarksvilleNow.com and run with it. Right. These businesses should be shut down. They should be investigated for fraudulent mm-hmm. practices. Um, people should receive restitution. This, this is a crime. This is a con. 
They are running a con under the guise of being safe. Mm. And it just absolutely breaks your heart for the families that are trying to sell their house and find out that now they have $7,000 they got to come up with because some some schmuck selling pimped up Brita filters Mm -hmm. put a $7,000 lien on their home. And if you did that, I hope you are ashamed of yourself. I hope someday you look in the mirror and go, my God, I took advantage of vulnerable people. Yeah, military families. I mean, military. Clarksville is a community that supports its military, and yet... We have people in our community going around and taking advantage of these families with with scare tactics and deceptive practices and that sort of thing. Swindling military families is nearly as bad as swindling the elderly, mm-hmm. and you should be ashamed of yourself. So one thing that I, I'm curious, I think it would take enough people stepping forward and saying, hey, enough military families. Yes, Complaining to post about it. Yes. Fort Campbell has a very easy mechanism to put a stop. To oh, this. they got a list. I didn't know about this, but Fort Campbell does have a list of businesses that military and military mm-hmm. families are not allowed yeah. to engage with businesses that have wronged uh, numerous military families. So yeah, the Fort Campbell blacklist, right? You, um, Do not be ashamed. <clears throat> if this happened to you, have, you know, have the military member reach out to their commanding officer Get the ball rolling on this one and get these organizations on on the military blacklist mm-hmm. because something that can they, they do publish that you can get. Oh, yeah. We publish it every time it comes out. Oh, yeah. You can get the Fort Campbell blacklist. And that's a really good sign, by the way, even if you're not military looking at that list from time to time. I don't know about you, but I certainly don't want to do business with someone that swindled military and military families. Yeah, support the troops means something. Exactly. You just just can't say support the troops. You have to actually do it. And Mm. swindling them out of $7,000 in a lien on their home is not supporting your troops. Right, right. Get so bad at it. (laughs) I remember when I was was, um, first married, so it would have been, God, 25 years ago. Mm. And my wife and I had our first home and we had a door to door salesperson knock on the door. And they're like, I got a, I got I got some great just vacuums. Let me mm. show you this vacuum. <laughs> How long ago did you get married? It was, it was a while ago. Door to door vacuum. Yeah, salesman. exactly. That was a whole thing. Oh, like, yeah. Since several decades ago. Oh, yeah. So this guy is selling vacuums door to door and he comes in and he vacuums. He goes, why don't you get out your vacuum? We had like a Hoover or something, right? Mm. And so we vacuumed a little area of our cow, of our of our carpet, and then he goes, "I'm going to show you what my vacuum does." And so he vacuumed the same thing, and then he pulled out the filter, and there was all this dust in it. He goes, "You see, this is what could could hurt your children." Mm-hmm. Now the horrible air quality in this house—it was a brand new house. Mm-hmm. The horrible air quality. This is going into your children's lungs. Do you want to have this go into your children's lungs? Mm-hmm. And the whole time. I'm starting to think like when he brings the vacuum in for the first time, the price in my head for that vacuum is two hundred dollars. I'm like, yeah, it seems reasonable. Yeah. And then he adds this to shampooer and whatnot, right? Yeah. So by the time he's telling us that our children are going to die from the from the <laughs> horrible dirt in our carpet and showing me the shampooer, which was really a nice attachment, I'm thinking four hundred dollars for this vacuum. Then he gets uh-huh. to the price. Now this would be late nineties. Yeah. Guess how much that vacuum was I'm late nineties money? Eight hundred dollars. Fifteen hundred dollars. Oh my lord! And I was yeah. like, "That's about a thousand more than I thought." No, thank you. <laughs> don't you care about your kids? Not that much. <laughs> I don't care about a thousand dollar, fifteen hundred dollar vacuum much. So it yeah. was then when I realized at that point, I'm like, "Oh, this yeah, is I all care about my kids' college education, <laughs> which I'm going to have to dip into to pay for this vacuum." Right, cleaner. exactly. I care about <clears throat> my kids eating, which they won't be able to do for a yeah. month if I bought this vacuum cleaner. But that's 
you know, you learn the hard way that one time. And mm. so again, unless it's Girl Scout cookies, you do not need anything from someone. Not if it's a kid in general, if it's a kid selling, you know, football, whatever candy for their football or whatever. Mm. If it ain't a kid, you don't need it. Yeah. Yeah. Unless it's a kid selling, <laughs> like you know, a cute kid selling something $2,000 vacuum cleaners. <laughs> that would be different. That's the thing. You see kids now walking around selling filtration <laughs> systems going like, Hey, can we test your water? <laughs> then don't fall for it. The Girl Scouts would never do that. Never, never, never. never. They're adorable. Um, all Chris right. and I were both scout dads, by the way. Yeah, yeah. We our, our girls were on the same troop. They were. And did you ever have to wear the cookie costume at a cookie booth? <laughs> I never wore a cookie. Are you, you talking about like? Are you talking about like an, an actual mascot size, like you? cookie shaped? So okay. So little backstory. Uh, Chris's wife and my wife were troop leaders of the same troop yeah. that our girls were in, right? And it was cool because they would do this. They would do dad booths every once in a while. Where Chris was so busy doing like reporting stuff, he couldn't ever participate. Yeah. But I did it one year, and I had to wear like a little costume that looked like a dosi dough. Are you serious? I yeah. know I've never seen that. <laughs> no one even ever asked me. I mean, I would do it. I used to be a mascot. I can do That's it. Right. We, we found out about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. You were the news hound, and I was the dosi dough. <laughs> the dosi dough. Are there pictures? I've got to see there pictures. Are, yeah, you need to share yeah. pictures. I'll, I'll, I'll our, say our, our listeners need to see pictures of your dosi dough. Do you want that to be the the the? Oh, I think it needs to be in there somehow. Photo? Yeah, okay. it needs to be right. out there somehow. It's probably from about ten years ago, but right. I'll, I'll I'll dig it up for you. Yeah. All right. So next story, um, the night that uh, that I was trying to put the finishing touches on uh, editing and, um, you know, doing all the bells and whistles on the water softener story. Yeah. Um, I start getting push alerts uh, that uh, Mark Green is running for U.S. House Speaker. OK, Speaker of the House. Mark. Yeah. Just like everybody is at some point. Everybody is yeah. at some point. Yeah. 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 So um, so I ended up, you know, getting derailed and spending mm-hmm. like most of the night uh, de- bouncing back and forth with that story. Finally got the story put together. And just as soon as we get it up there, like an hour later, um, Mark Green gives up well, <laughs> the speaker. He wastes some house time speaker on thing. that. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So that was kind of frustrating. But it was interesting that he um, stepped forward for that. And he said in his um, statement on Twitter that uh, several of his colleagues had asked him to um, to, yeah. to, to do that because Green does have a lot of clout um, yeah. in the House. He's um, he's undertaken a lot of bipartisan things. Mm-hmm. He's not just, you know, there's a lot of people. It's so partisan right now and everything. But yeah. he is part of an org- of a group of um, uh, congressmen who do bipartisan stuff together. Right. Um, get together for lunches and, yeah. and things like that and to work out bipartisan solutions mm-hmm. where they can find agreement. So um, so he is part of that sort of healing process to try to end some of the bipartisanship. But he's also Trump supporter. You know, he's um, he's got all the conservative bona fides as well. So he was uh, briefly considered. He had his hat in the ring for a little while. Um, but then after that, um, uh, who was it? Uh, Mike Johnson uh, basically ended up getting the caucus approval. Yeah. And he is now the new Speaker of the House. The debacle is finally over. We have somebody as Speaker of the House, but um, but it was neat to see Mark Green um, kind of stepping up and getting a little bit of a notoriety yeah. and clout for uh, for our home team. I've because of you know you work in the media, you get to spend time with certain people that you normally wouldn't, and so I've had a chance to spend some time with Mark Green and, and, mm. and talk with Mark Green. I like Mark. Mm. We don't always see eye to eye mm. on certain political issues and and candidates and what have you. Like we may not support the same candidates here, but I do like Mark a lot, and I think he's one of those reasonable people like do you ever notice folks we don't 
ever have to see constant stories of Mark Green screaming like a lunatic on TV. <laughs> you know, like Mark Green yeah. ne- never gets any publicity for saying stupid things because he's he's reasonable. He's he's normal. He seems to be just I mean, he's a thoughtful person. Yes, he has his ideas. He's going to stand up for what he thinks is right. But mm-hmm. he never has ever struck me as one of those lunatics where you're like, oh, God. Like, I'm not mm-hmm. embarrassed that he represents me mm-hmm. uh, in Congress. And listen, a lot of those folks, they got to play the game, right? Mm-hmm. And we've kind of made them have to play the game. Yeah, yeah. If you're mad at the game playing that's going on in Washington, be mad at yourself. Because we only respond to that. If we would respond to mm-hmm. the non-game playing, they wouldn't play games anymore. Mm-hmm. If we made People it, don't jump up and down and scream, yay, moderates! Right, yay, exactly! Yes! Compromise! Exactly! <laughs> that, the, even though that's what people want, right. they're not going to be vocally you know, active and supportive of it. The circus comes to town because people want to see the circus. Yeah. The circus wouldn't come to town if nobody wanted to see it. That's why people turn their heads when they pass a wreck. They want to say, ooh, what happened to that wreck? Exactly. We get excited by all that negativity and everything. We have forced our politicians to play games, and they have to do this little song and dance where they say certain things to get you excited or or whatever. And and I think if you don't like it, well, then stop participating in the game. Mm -hmm. But I look at Mark Green, and I go, there's a guy who understands the game he has to play in the positions he's in. But everything that I've seen from him, especially the bills that he brings forth, he cares about taking care of people. Are the veterans being taken care of? Particularly soldiers. Right. Yeah. Are the mili- is the military being taken care of? Are they given the tools that they need to succeed? Mm-hmm. Um, are the veterans being taken care of? Mm-hmm. I've never seen a bill from Mark Green. And I, again, I, he, he don't send them all to me. He's not like, hey, Ryan, what do you think of this one? <laughs> I've never seen anything where him or I go like, oh, God, that's, oh, God. You know, mm-hmm. so I... I actually would have been rather happy if, if Mark Green would have been elected as Speaker of the House. I'd be like, look at that. Clarksville's very own as a Speaker of the House. But yeah, yeah. one yeah. hour. We were excited for an hour. <laughs> and then we moved on to someone else. Yeah. Yeah. So but that debacle was all over the um, in the House, which has been wild ride to. And finally, we've got somebody as yeah. a House Speaker. So um, never heard of him before. But then again, I don't follow national politics as closely as. Uh, as well, because here's the thing. Chris Smith is is involved in Clarksville. Yeah. He, he runs ClarksvilleNow.com. Right. ClarksvilleNow.com, not ClarksvilleInTheUSA.com. Right. So, right. If it doesn't affect Clarksville, that's why Chris knew Mark Green, but the other guy's like, I'm not sure who this guy is. <laughs> there is not a Clarksville Now reporter in Washington, D.C. <laughs> Believe that I supervise. <laughs> There's not even a Clarksville Now reporter in Nashville. No, no. They all have laser focus on what's happening right here in Clarksville, Montgomery County. I can tell you, all of our ClarksvilleNow.com reporters live in Clarksville. <laughs> all right. Or maybe uh, like Guthrie or something. They live nearby. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, close not enough. giving out addresses. <laughs> So and this was a surprise. Um, about a year ago, I guess it was in December 2022, 2022 yes. um, we heard from LG Kim that, you know, yeah, they're bringing, you know, a couple thousand jobs to uh, to Montgomery County, and they're going to be high-paying jobs, yeah. uh, you know, high-paying relatively to, you know, factory standards. It's going to be $22 an hour and up. Yep. Um, and they all, but then they surprised us in December by saying, and hey, guess what? 200 of these jobs are going to pay six-figure salaries. Yeah. That's game-changing. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, we found out this week, uh, let's add another 100 to that. So 300 of these jobs at LG Chem 
are going to be six-figure salaries. I'm a little worried that this factory needs 300 managers because anytime you get 300 <laughs> managers in a room, nothing gets done. Yeah, that's true enough. <laughs> Chris true and I enough. Are, when Chris and I are in a room together, we're both managers, and it's like, oh, what did we achieve today? Nothing. Yeah, yeah we play Uno and stuff. <laughs> um, <laughs> the... So anyway, um, we found it this week at a uh, uh, Montgomery County uh, Budget Committee meeting that basically they're going to have uh, yeah three hundred six figure jobs, um, and it's going to be a provide a total of eight hundred sixty new jobs. And they're also saying that these aren't like people that are being imported here from some other location. These mm-hmm. are going to be brand new jobs open to people in Clarkson, Montgomery County. I mean, they can't you know exclusively you know, test people on like, you can't have this job unless you live in Clarksville kind of thing. So we don't know. I, like I mean, idea, there may though. be people who move to our community to take these jobs, Yeah, but they're all new jobs. And I mean, just, I mean, I'm thinking back to the days of, um, of Hemlock when all of a sudden, why do you got to bring that up? Well, it's just because it, the it wound did. just healed and it, now you're picking <laughs> the scab again. It was weird because you suddenly had all these engineers uh, moving to Clarksville mm-hmm. and making six-figure salaries, buying these nice houses, and suddenly they're in our communities and our yeah. churches, and and you know spending a lot of money. And here we go again. We're going to have a ton of people drawing down massive salaries. You jinxed it. I jinxed it. You just jinxed it. Hey, you got to have hope. So LG you Chem is going to have hope. If LG Chem pulls a hemlock, they'll turn the lights on for the first time, cut the ribbon, and then turn them off two minutes later and go, "We're done." Nah, that, don't that jinx them. I'm not going. No, I think LG Chem is going to be a big, big yeah. part of the community. I'm excited they're coming. Yeah, yeah, and it'll it'll raise the standards for salaries throughout Clarksville. Oh, absolutely, too, it's know? a great thing. Yeah, this is different than Hemlock. Don't listen to Smith over there. <laughs> He's just pulling that out. He doesn't know. So these are going to be um, engineering jobs mm-hmm. and uh, management jobs. So hopefully. It's more engineering jobs than management jobs That's true. because uh, you don't need 300 managers no. standing around playing Uno. And, yeah, hey, 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 why don't you go do that? Hey, you know, skip. <laughs> do what I say, not what I do. Skip reverse. <laughs> Draw two. Um, yeah. So, and uh, they're going to do a groundbreaking in December at uh, LG Chem. Oh, very cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's exciting stuff coming up. We've got that. We've got the, the Dungwa electrolytes too. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're. There's going to come a time when every car battery you have is coming out of Clarksville. Yeah, I have a little Clarksville stamp on it made in uh, Clarksville, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. When you have your Hankook tires on your electric car, uh-huh. driving home to your LG uh, washer and dryer, you will be super Clarksville. You know what we need? What? We, here, here uh, Buck, listen to this. Um, so hey, what, hang on. <laughs> Buck Dellinger, you listening? Wake up. We need a factory to make those little um, evergreen tree-shaped things that hang from your uh, your uh, rearview mirror. What are those called? Scented air scented, fresheners. Pine-scented air fresheners. We need a company to make pine-scented air fresheners here in Clarksville. I can't wait till Buck Dellinger comes on the next episode of Clarksville's <laughs> Conversation. So guess what I got right, for us? Charlie Kuhn goes, hey, hey, Buck, tell me. We've got a big, exciting announcement coming to Clarks. What is it? Well, we're really excited, Charlie. This is going to be great. We have the Pine Scented Air Freshener Company uh-huh. opening up off of Exit 8. Yeah. There we go. It's kind of massive. <laughs> That's all you would need then. <laughs> all right. So, uh, Ryan, how do you feel about haunted houses? I love them. You love them? Yeah, I like Halloween. Yeah. Well, I like Halloween, too. I'm not so sure about haunted houses. You're not a haunted houses guy? Oh, no, no. Why are you a wimp? It's not real. Well, I know, but you you say that. A teenage I know intellectually boy, that. A, hang on. A teenage boy in a like scream your... mask scares you? You are a grown man. 
<laughs> I know, but like my what is it? Your amygdala, with like your uh, your your reptile you're brain. The writer, my um, reptile brain, yeah. it, it just can't take it. I, I it's medulla, fight I'm or flight, it. and and you know, knowing how big I am, it's it's more flight than fight. <laughs> but um, but yeah, I, I got terrified by a, a haunted house. I have this one of my childhood memories is I'm um, going to a haunted house when I was a little kid, yeah. Yeah. and my uh, older sister was equally freaked out, but she um, had a trick. She yelled, oh, my glasses. And she picked it up from Scooby-Doo. But she told them that she had dropped her glasses on the ground. Yeah. And so they turned the lights on. <laughs> and she, like, pulled her glasses out of her pocket and said, here they are. And and we both, she grabbed my hand and we ran out of the haunted house. Your but sister. I, yeah. I never tried, never tried a haunted house again. Is this Anne Marie? No, no, no. no it's okay. my older sister. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's so cool. I lost my glasses. Shut her down. I don't know if they do that today. I don't know. You want to try? Should we go uh, no, to one? No, I will not try. I will not step foot in a haunted house. Okay. It freaks me out. You are a wimp. Yeah. yeah it's I'm, fake. I'm it like, ain't real. I know it's fake. Tell my reptile brain that. <laughs> okay. Reptile so brain. We have a, um, a cool haunted house that, um, that is uh, set up in Clarksville for the last couple of years. Um, this is a um, military veteran mm-hmm. who started doing this as just sort of a a way to um, uh, to handle his PTSD. Um, started building things like masks and um, dummies and things yeah. like that. You know, basically special effects horror stuff. And he um, just got more and more into it, and he has now uh, become an, a special effects artist, um, wow. doing stuff for movies and things yeah. and. Um, and now he's so he a couple of years ago turned this into a uh, haunted house experience in his uh, front yard. Yeah. So you go to his front yard, it's got it all, you know, taped off and everything. That's and you cool. can wind through this uh, haunted house experience. Where where in town is that? I uh, will tell you, Ryan. Okay. Do you mean a stall a bit? Oh, uh, yeah, stall. I love Halloween. One of my favorite, favorite holidays. Yeah. Getting candy. Mm-hmm. I have to tell my wife to not get the cheap candy because if it's up to yeah. her, she'll get the Smarties and the Spider Rings. And if you want to yeah. get your house egged, you hand out Smarties <laughs> and Spider Rings. I always have to go back and and, and fill with uh, peanut butter cups and Snickers because yeah. that's what kids want. You want to be the most popular house on the block exactly. at, at Halloween. You don't want to be the known as the cheap house that uh, don't don't bother stopping at the Pluckelmans. They're just going to give you those little peanut uh, butter. Exactly. Peanut, the Mary Janes, what they're Mary called. Mary Janes, yeah. Um, another thing that I do on Trick or Treat, which cranks it up a bit, uh-huh. is I'll, I'll have a couple. And then I will address the kids as their costume. So if, like, uh-huh. Spider-Man comes to the door, and there's always a lot of Spider-Man, I go, Peter Parker, how are you? Good to see you, Peter. And they all just get the biggest kick out of that. None of them ever freak out and say, don't say my name. Right. <laughs> it's happening. I yeah. usually get blank looks like my name's not Peter Parker. It's Spider-Man. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but anyway, did you find it now? I did. It's Good. at uh, 312 Southern Drive. Okay. Yeah, go check it out. Yeah, check it out. It's a lot of fun. There's a couple of um, places around Clarkson. There's a lot of a lot of people are starting to decorate for uh, Halloween these days. I am blown away at how many people have twenty foot tall skeletons in their front yard. When did that start? That started relatively not long ago. Yeah, it's like maybe two Halloweens ago Uh they started showing up, and now it's like that's whole whole thing. I don't know who had the idea. Let's make a thirty foot tall skeleton. Somebody did. It's they found a way to make money off it. Two things about about Halloween. If you're new to Clarksville, this is important. Um, the, the last thing we have is not important, but this one is. So everybody wonders, and, and I, I see the question asked all the time on Clarksville chat. People will say, when's Halloween in Clarksville? Mm-hmm. And of course, there's 973 non-useful answers yeah. because people are thinking, well, you're an idiot. You don't know it's the 31st. Mm-hmm. 
we have a lot of people coming in from mm. other places. Yeah. Most other cities have set trick or treat times. So mm. everybody's on the same page. Right. Most communities, most villages, most towns, most cities have some sort of official. This is when we trick or treat for whatever reason, Clarksville, Montgomery County, and I mean, even, even Christian County and Hopkinsville mm. refuse mm. to take a stand on trick or treat, yeah. but that does, it doesn't make a difference because everybody seems to have agreed. We've all, I don't know if we all got together at some point, yeah. but trick or treating takes place on Halloween mm-hmm. when the sun goes down, usually about six o'clock. Now, when my kids were little, we would go out like just before sundown because, you know, they were like three yeah. or four years old. Right. So like the little bitties, I've often seen the little bitty kids. We'll go early. We'll a little go bit. a little bit earlier. You know, when we would go to the neighbor's houses right. that we knew really well and they would have special treats just right. for our kids because, you know, they knew them really well and that, you know, special treat bag. Right. So but, turn your porch light on mm-hmm. if you want to participate and then kids will just come mm-hmm. knock on your door. They'll say trick or treat. Give them a piece of candy. It makes their day. It usually is done by about eight, nine o'clock. Yeah, yeah. Starts the, winding down. And yeah. if you're ready to wind down, and your frequency is dropping of visitors. Yeah. You can always just turn off your lights, and you know. That's Here's it. the thing that stinks for you: just don't turn off your lights if all your neighbors' lights are still on, because that's rude. That is kind of rude. Yeah. Um, where you live, Chris. Mm-hmm. Chris lives in an elderly community, a mm-hmm. senior center. <laughs> I usually have to check them out and then I make sure I bring them back before dinner comes in. Yeah. So you don't have I a whole lot that. of, I'm, well, I'm taking care I of you. I have a hard time driving at night. Well, you, you get scared and that's okay. <laughs> that's why I'm here. So you don't get a whole lot of trick or treaters mm-hmm. at the senior living center. Mm-hmm. Um, my neighborhood, tons of trick or treaters. Oh really? There are, yeah. we are slammed. Yeah. There's a lot of little kids. So much fun. Yeah. I, I, that's, that's so much fun Yeah, to just sit there on the porch and just hand out candy. My wife and I will play some, Spooky music on the speakers or whatever, Monster yeah. Mash and, and whatever. So, yeah. So, if you're new to the area, it's Halloween. Mm-hmm. Um, on Halloween night, usually starts about 6, goes until 9. If you want to participate, porch light on. If you don't, porch light off. Um, no, we generally don't have Halloween parties at school. We had this stupid thing years ago called Book Character Day. Oh, did they not do that anymore? Well, I think they cut down on a lot of parties ever since COVID. They may have brought it back. But Mm -hmm. here's what Book Character Day is. Book Character Day is Halloween with with, with an added layer of complexity. Mm. Because your kid has a Halloween costume, and now they have to find a book to bring with them to school to back up said Halloween costume. Yeah, and that, that, that adds a whole layer of complexity because if your kid wants to be, you know... It wants to make up a uh, I'm creepy Spider-Man octopus. Well, there's not a Spider-Man octopus, you know, a book out there. The so, principals ain't checking. You just you did back in the old days. Just brought a Spider-Man. Yeah. Book so so you. you'd have to like be both, you know, what uh, Jane Eyre and <laughs> you know a Spider-Man octopus. Yes. So, so you have to have so you have to have two costumes. <laughs> One of Jane Eyre, and you have to bring your copy right. of uh, Jane Eyre, and then right. another of right. You know, no, what we do with our kids is we like one year my son went as the Red Power Ranger, so we went. And, is there a Power Ranger book? Oh, there's plenty of them. If oh, you go okay. to if you go to Bam Books a Million, yeah. there's a whole section of Power Ranger books. Yeah. So you go get one of those I can read level mm-hmm. one Power Ranger books, uh-huh. which has you know an incredible plot like the Power Ranger walked, <laughs> that kind of stuff. Yeah, we just do that. Yeah. So, but now I'm going to get Chris all wild up, mm, all uh-oh. ready to go here. Oh. Because Chris has a, strong, has a strong opinion 
on Halloween and how Halloween is not Satan's holiday. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know if I'll get riled up, but I'll, I can educate some people. Are you ready, folks? Ladies and gentlemen, <clears throat> Chris Smith is ready to tell you why Halloween is not Satan's holiday. And you don't have to feel guilty about mm-hmm. going to that trunk or treat in your church parking lot. So you may have been told mm-hmm. by uh, a preacher or um, a crazed homeless person on the street with signs <laughs> to say the end is near um, that uh, if you participate in Halloween or you dress up like a monster, yeah. you're actually accidentally worshiping Satan. Ooh, this and is not true. That is this incorrect, is everybody. True. Uh, because Halloween is an abbreviation. It's a mashup yes. of other words. Okay. Halloween is Halloween. So break it down. Okay. Hallow, H A L O W. All right. Apostrophe E E N. Halloween. Halloween. It's the evening of All Hallows Day. Okay. So All Hallows Day, you may know more commonly as All Saints Day, yes. which is a church holiday. Yes. Um, and so the night before mm-hmm. All Saints Day is All Hallows Eve or Halloween. Yeah. And so it's basically a fun thing to do the night before mm-hmm. um, All Hallows Eve. So what you do yeah. is you celebrate the people who have died, the ghosts yeah. and whatever, and there's all kinds of traditions around yeah. that. But it's this all started as a Christian holiday. And if you're if you go to a liturgical church, like Lutherans, the um, uh, Catholics, the Episcopalians, you'll know what All Saints Day is. It's a day of celebrating those who have died in the yeah. prior year. Yeah. Um, and so this is a, a religious-connected um, holiday, which, by the way, the word holiday, where does that come from? Holy Day! Holy Day! Yeah. So there's not really such thing as a secular holiday that's sort of an oxymoron. Yeah. A holy day is a holiday. We're just so, regular morons, by the yeah, way. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So, yeah, it, it's it's harmless. Yeah. I mean, if you really want to find an excuse to say Satan is out there alive and well in the world, you know, open a newspaper and read <laughs> right. about Congress. Exactly. You know, yeah. <laughs> little kids no dressed farther. up as princesses and power rangers is not your proof. Yeah. Look no farther than the Russia-Ukraine war or right. something like yeah. that if you want to yeah. find evil yeah. in the world. Yeah. You know, evil in the world is out there. We don't have to go uh, making stuff up to find it. So don't feel guilty when you when your when your pastor tells you like, hey. We got trunk or treat going on. Mm-hmm. Bring your kids. You can't do that. It's Satan's day. Chris just told you yeah. it ain't. Yeah, that's right. So you can you know, dress up like the devil if you want. It's fine. It's uh, not a big deal. It's making fun of the ghosts, making light okay. of it. You know, that's the whole idea. Being humorous about it. Yeah. I sure hope that someone in, in town is playing like trivia at a bar mm-hmm. and someone says, what's the original name mm-hmm. of Halloween? And someone's going to go, oh, Halloween. Yeah. Oh. They're going to know and they're going to win a gift card somewhere because they listen to your weekend yeah. news. And, you know, one of these days, um, Halloweeny um, as a festival is going to become so popular that people won't know. Yeah, do we not do Halloweeny here? What is Halloween? Halloweeny is when you have hot dogs. We don't even Halloween. have Halloween. How do you expect us to have Halloweeny? Well, that's going to, that's the step next step. Step one, in, have Halloween. That's the next step in the evolution is okay. we're going to start celebrating Halloween with uh, hot dog festivals. And then we'll have Halloweeny. Have you lived a place where there's hot dog? Yeah, I, I, it occurred to me as I was saying that. Wait a minute, that's the last place I worked. Yeah. We would have a big event on Halloween where we would cook hot dogs. So we need to do that here. No wonder they went under. They're spending so much <laughs> money on hot dogs. Yeah, we need to do that. Yeah, yeah, Halloweeny. Mm-hmm. Let's bring it back. Bring okay. back Halloweeny. All right, everyone, have a Halloweeny Halloween party. Halloween. Have a good time. And remember, in case you forget. 
Trick or Treats on Halloween starts about six, mm-hmm. ends about nine. Mm-hmm. Thank you for listening to Your Week, Your News, a Clarksville Now original podcast. These were the top stories on ClarksvilleNow.com this week. Thanks for listening.